0: This is Cheryl Stabler. Welcome to Season 2 of the Unshakable Woman Podcast. We publish this podcast each Monday at 5.30 a.m. from Los Angeles and 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our mission is to profile women who have conquered tremendous tests in life. Encourage women to reach for the stars and remind our listeners that we are part of one big family called Sisterhood. The women interviewed on this podcast share their stories and encourage women on their purpose-driven journeys. You can also hear the podcast on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Show on TuneIn Radio at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time each Saturday. Join us this year on our new live Facebook collaboration with Uncommon Gospel. Each Wednesday, we speak live to women who are featured On the current podcast, connect with us for 15 to 30 minutes each morning and subscribe to the podcast for alerts to new shows, share the link and follow our team at unshakable woman on Instagram and Facebook. We all have a story join us soon and hashtag tell your story. Thank you for tuning into the unshakable woman podcast. Please stand by for our guest. Good morning and welcome back to the Unshakable Women Podcast. We are celebrating Black Music Month and we've had some amazing women this month, but today I'm just so overjoyed. You guys all know how I love David Foster. So you may have seen her out with David Foster, you may have seen her on the keyboards on her Instagram stories when you're in the presence of this woman her anointing is so powerful and the last time i saw her was at nam with my one of my former clients that she sat down at the piano and with both of them i was just overjoyed just the anointing that they have on them to make people's spirits just smile when they sing thank you for coming today and joining us on the unshakable woman podcast shalia Oh, thank you
1: so much. It means so much to be here. I'm just, I'm uh,
0: honored to be in the number for sure. Oh yeah, I'm so very, very grateful. Um, You know, I've seen you out and about. I have followed you. I've watched your journey. I know you're a little bit, you grew up a little bit north of where (laughs) we live now. Yes. And, and And you're married now. What a fabulous, story you told <laughs> just through video and vision and you you've you really set that tone for women to love themselves and love yeah. themselves first before God gives that man to you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It came out of nowhere. It was during a pandemic, but that's how God works. (laughs) So Uh, when you're not looking for it, when you're not expecting it, but, you know, as you said, you know, both of us were very, very happy humans uh, Mm -hmm. before we met. And I I really um, like to really focus on that. um, Just talking to people. Men and women of all ages that you really have to find Mm -hmm. that inner happiness, that inner peace before you can, um, you know, really, I think, safely be in a relationship where both of you are able to pour so much into that relationship. You have Mm -hmm. to be whole.
0: Mm, that's that's a word so you are in my eyes an unshakable woman um and 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 going back to your 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 story of your marriage Mm. can I just say the intimacy of your wedding Mm. with just the two of you and no one else around but the person who ministered over you yeah. and just the nature of God. Can you, can you, can you walk? And you know, I, you know, when I first talked to you, I thought it was going to be a story about music, but I really, <laughs> I, I see it going somewhere else. Yeah, because it's a you story about this, life. You know, yeah, you have yeah. this amazing story that just, that just birthed in the pandemic yes. um, and watching the video. I literally watched it. I swear to God, like 10 times. Oh, it, it <laughs> blessed my soul. It said to me, it said, <sighs> Just move and be with the person that God has given you. You don't have to have the fan and the glory. You don't have to have the 15 bridesmaids. Make yeah. the moment about you and that person. So share a little bit about how you walk unshakable in both business and personal. And, and, and what, does, what does Shalia do to find that self-love first?
1: Absolutely, you know, um, I do want to just be completely transparent and say that I did have that big production wedding before, you know, mm-hmm. in my first marriage, and and you know, there's a book that I remember um, having in our libraries that after every uh, wedding comes a marriage, and mm-hmm. and you know, I had a beautiful storybook wedding, mm-hmm. um, and and without putting. Uh, my previous husband down because he's a great, uh, great guy as well, just not the right match for me. But the marriage not so good, and so I, I think we're we're almost raised as little girls to have this beautiful fairy tale wedding, and not realizing there's so much discernment that you need uh, mm-hmm. beyond picking the right dress and picking the right flowers and the right venue. You, you know, you have to know yourself well mm-hmm. enough and be in tune with yourself well enough to to know who the right partner is for you and actually have the courage to wait for the right person. I think that when I kind of look back, that's what was missing. I think my my soul knew, my spirit knew that the first marriage wasn't the right one, but my mind explained it away. And I feel like that happens so many uh, times, not only with women, but, but both uh, men and women alike, we just don't have the courage. We, you know, we're afraid of uh, being alone or, or just kind of when society says we should be married and we have all of these uh, benchmarks that we think we're having to be, you know, I, I should be married by this time. I should be having kids by this time. My career should be here at this time. And, you know, Bringing it into even into the career, I have I have come to a place now where, um, you know, all my friends know. I jokingly say <laughs> I don't identify numerically,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it, it kind of
1: started as a joke, but I really um, apply that. And it's not even just about the age thing because it's a, it's an honor to 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 grow older. I mean, that's an honor,
2: right? Um,
1: but it really is taking all the pressure off of yourself of saying you have to do things because I think we are really obsessed with time and so um even in my career there's there's certain things that you know um you it's you're tempted to say well this isn't happening at this time um and so when you take all that pressure out and you realize that God doesn't put any um Uh, deadlines or, or expiration dates on your dreams, then you're just able to live your life freely, you know, without being bound by time, because he's not, she's not bound by time, our God, our creator. And so I, I've just kind of lined up with that. And so both of us, you know, kind of now bringing it back to the relationship and, and the marriage, that's where both of us were, you know, um, we both had been married before and, um, had had done the work to find wholeness. Uh, I I wrote a song called Grace during the pandemic, and it it really talks about um, being able to forgive yourself, giving grace to yourself. Because show me someone who is critical. Um, of others, and most likely they're extremely critical of themselves. And so, mm-hmm. the more you give grace to yourself, I believe it's that circular grace that you're able to give to others. And so, both of us had really found that peace, um, that grace. And so, when we when we got together, you know, it was actually a, a kind of a reconnection. We knew each other. Um, In college, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. and uh, we both went to a HBCU, um, Oakwood College in in Huntsville, Alabama, and you know it just wasn't the right time. And and one day he he crept in the DMs, (laughs) (laughs) I love it, and said the perfect thing to me because it was you anything you know other than that I don't know if I would have been as receptive, but it was it was something that I would have thought of. And he said, "I feel like in another life we would have been really good friends." And I just, I think like that, you know, I was like, you know what, we probably would have been really,
2: really great <laughs> friends.
1: And, and he said, you know, I'm in New York right now and, and um, I'm gonna be coming back to LA and um, I would love to just take you out to lunch sometime. And it that, that just got me, that got me. Now I, I will tell you, he dropped the friend act immediately. <laughs> i love it (laughs) but three months later three months later we were married um wow and um even going back a little bit my my dad who's who's a big big part of my life um you know i take him to father's i do a little special father's day um you know i take him somewhere fancy you know out to eat every year and and um 2020 father's day in june almost exactly this time this time of year last year
0: Mm -hmm.
1: he said i really want to see you with someone and i Mm -hmm. said but daddy i am so happy and he said i know you are i know you are but as your father i just want to see you with someone and i'm gonna start praying that um that the right man comes into your life and 6 months later i was married so that was june september the is when the when the the dm happened on instagram in, in, <laughs> december 31st 2020 we were married and and you know just to kind of touch on what you said how it was just the two of us you know yes it was a pandemic and so we were um you know we were kind of toying with the idea of maybe just having a small, a really, really small gathering. But his mother was in uh, New York, and she's a little bit up in age, and we really didn't feel comfortable with her traveling. And there was, you know, we, we didn't have the vaccine at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but even now, knowing, you know, being now on the other side of it, it, we, we really wanted it to be just the two of us. Because when you think about you know, Adam and Eve, you know, the first couple, like it was just the two of them and God. Mm-hmm. And that we wanted to get the closest to that as we, as we could. And being in both being in, in marriages before we, we knew that at the end of the day, as much as we both love our, our family, our moms, his, his dad passed early uh, 2020. Um, You know, I I'm very close with my mom, my dad, my, my sister, at the end of the day, it really is us in this marriage, and that's it. And so, really, the only person who needed to hear those vows were were he and I and God. And and so, I just feel like now, having experienced it both ways, a huge production, and 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 the intimacy that we had, I I I wouldn't do it any other way um, because it it took away all that pressure to perform and to say something clever and to do you know it all of that was stripped away and it was literally just the two of us and god really making this you know this 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 deep deep commitment um to each other and uh you know we got ready together i wanted to just i wanted to take all the superstition away like all that is, we are partners. We this right. this, is, this is my help meet and and um we're we're in this thing together. <laughs> and so we, we we wanted everything to reflect that, and, and everybody had our blessing. You know, um, beforehand they totally understood, even as close as we all are, and and uh, we FaceTimed everybody afterward. But it was it was a really really beautiful, uh, beautiful time for both of us.
0: Well, the, the ceremony was amazing. And in all transparency, you know, I just came out of a marriage of almost 30 years. Mm. And so when I watched it, you know, it just reminded me of God's promises. Yeah. And, you know, and as you said, you know, sometimes, you know, it's good, but it's not with the right person.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and
0: you know in your heart that God still has something for you. Yes. And, and you, you, you bless me. And a whole lot of women who are watching listening today are just knowing just to wait on the Lord. And that's a confirmation because someone just told me that two days ago. Are you waiting on the Lord?
1: Um, (laughs)
2: mm.
0: Just wait. (laughs) Yeah. And and and
1: find peace while waiting. Find happiness while waiting. You know? I mean, I remember someone was asking me in another interview, and I was like, even though I don't have like the person, this is before my husband, you know, came into my life. Mm -hmm. I said, I have so much love, you know, I have love from my family. I have love from my fans, love, um, from, from God, you know, I, and I had my, I I had my friends now, (laughs) I I have some little friends too, but you know, that's the thing. I, it it was all in the right. I, I I was, look, I put it in the right perspective. You know, I knew what it was and it was, it was all good, but, I, I was okay sleeping alone in the bed, you know, yeah. I, I was at peace. Yes. I, I And I, and I do want to say a big part of that is finding what you love, you know, like mm-hmm. um being able to, to make a living and doing what I know God created me to do that mm-hmm. filled my life up. I mean, I can't even express how much that has filled my life. And so, you know, when, when Philip, my husband came along, it's like, I was already completely filled already. You know, my, I, I was filled with peace. I was filled with, um, passion and, and just being just so excited about living my life. And it really boiled down to, well, let's just, let's just be happy. And peaceful and excited together it was really that (laughs) simple because we already were that you know separately and so um and and what's so sweet about you know i did this post about fathers um because a lot of times black fathers aren't always represented the way they should be Mm -hmm. um because there's a lot a lot more amazing black fathers than uh, a lot of people realize based Mm on um unfortunately what the media portrays but there's Studies show that actually black men are are actually most involved in in their child's life if you actually look at the data and the research, but mm-hmm. but what's so beautiful about um, I you know about my father kind of praying that prayer for me, um, Philip. One of the things that really attracted me to Philip is that he. Um, he took care of his father the last year of his life. He um, passed of cancer um, early of 2020. My husband's a physician and um and uh, he can actually work anywhere. That's what I love about it. he's a he's a teleradiologist with um, the emphasis in sports medicine, and so um, his specialty in sports medicine, and so he he just you know he was living in California and just uh, went back to New York and and was to me that the verse in the Bible that says um, you know honor thy father and thy mother that that mm. days may be long and he took yes. care of his father, you know, um, along, of course, along with his mother and his siblings, but he was really, really present for his father. Um, and one of the things his dad told him before he passed is that he said, you're going to find somebody. And, um, you know, and Philip was just kind of like, oh, you know, I'm good, dad. I'm good. You know, I'm good now. You know, singleness is a, is an option, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. And He said, no. I'm telling you, you're going to find somebody. And so I I just think about those, those two prayers from, Mm -hmm. from both of our, our, our fathers, you know, our black fathers that, that God heard that just, that just gave me such a warm feeling. Um, this past father's day, I kind of spoke about that. And so, um, both of us had have amazing praying moms and praying fathers. I, I even believe our, our grandmothers who, uh, their prayers are still ascending for us. And so it's, Mm. it's pretty special.
0: Amen. Well, it's been a beautiful journey to watch. You (laughs) are, you are unshakable. And I would like to share um, your new single grace um, anything that you have, we're going to put on our social media and share with people your voice, your anointing, your gift. And I am so very grateful and honored that you took time to be with us today. And you are an unshakable woman.
1: Oh, thank you. And so are you. <laughs> and so are you. And thank you so much for sharing this time uh, with me. It's 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 been really special.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully... I will be able to come out and see you soon. And now that I'm not traveling on the road with clients and standing backstage and managing, <laughs> managing band and road managers and venues, maybe I can have a seat and just listen to you. And enjoy. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, wherever,
1: wherever I am and you happen to be there, I, you were on my list.
0: So consider it done. <laughs> okay. Well, being on the other side, I always, I, I like to pay. Hey, my way, and I would I would love to come back and see you, but I also still like to support our fellow music family. So, I um, thank you so very much to everyone who's listening today. I pray that you are blessed by this unshakable woman. Make sure that you, you follow her and, you know, dig into what she's done with the Clark sisters movie. She's got so many gifts and so many ways (laughs) to encourage us to be unshakable women and to love and to forgive and just to live an unshakable life. So thank you again, Shalia. And for all of you who are listening today, um, don't forget, until next week, remember to walk unshakable. We'll we're gonna have a word from our sponsors and we will see you next week. Thank you again, Shalia. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into our show today. You have many podcasts to choose from, and we are so very grateful that you chose to tune into. Our wonderful sisterhood of unshakable women. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at unshakablewoman. If you want to call in and share your story, visit our social platforms on how to contact our team. A special thanks to our in kind sponsors Classic Public Relations, a Los Angeles public relations firm building your business brands, and Music on the podcast titled More and More written by Paul D. Hanna. Build your sisterhood tribe and live an unshakable life. We'll see you next week.
2: What can I do to show you I love you? life, man, I'm struggling to live, got a need, I'm all messed up, can't keep my head up, this stress is getting the best of me, I'm getting fed up, how can I give you more when I'm feeling so empty, looking in the mirror, the man I see, he doesn't look like me, man, I'm really going through, my thoughts are everywhere, My mind's about to explode, this is more than I can bear, but wait. I know my options, why am I opting now? My contract's guaranteed, you promised he'll meet all my needs. So, wow, there's nothing else to do but give you more of me so I can give you more.